All right, guys, this is Joe Sam with another episode of Dokkan Time. And today's Dokkan Time topic is going to be Easy A's. Now, unfortunately, I do not have a guest starring appearance with me today. Um, hopefully next week I will have a very special guest with me, but today is just going to be you, me, and uh, wherever you're listening to me from. <laughs> so... Easy A's, Extreme Z Awakenings is what they are called. So, Easy A's have a very checkered past um, in Dokkan Battle. So, the, the thing about Easy A's that I really wanted to bring up, it, it really just kind of dawned on me while I, while we, I was uh, grinding the Zamasu Easy A just recently of this Friday um, uh, in, in the beginning of September. September 1st, I think, is the, the day they exactly dropped, or maybe it was the 31st of August. But um, I, while I was grinding, I was just like, wow. I'm just looking at the details for this unit, and I'm just like, this unit is so crazy. Like, this is probably one of the most broken easy A's we've had in a while. And, you know, I say, I say he's broken, but really, he's, he's not really broken, per se. I know I, I hate it when some people say per se, so I apologize if that triggers anyone else as well. But um, the thing about it is, is that damage reduction. Man, damage reduction is such a huge thing in Dokkan Battle. It is such a huge thing. I mean, how many times have you gone into a red zone or a super battle road or extreme super battle road, um, maybe a shadow dragon event or, or just even like some crazy challenge event, like the cooler or the versus cooler movie stuff that came out last year on worldwide download celebration. The, the effects of a Whis or a, an Icarus, they just, the 35% damage reduction, the 40% damage reduction, uh, double Weesing for 80% damage reduction. It just makes a ginormous, huge freaking difference in the battle, man. And they gave this AGL Zamasu unit that came out in 2019 a 40% damage reduction. Now, keep in mind, back in 2019, 40% damage reduction was pretty big still then. It was pretty big then. But the unit in question, Zamasu, had no defense. He had absolutely no defense. There there was no defense to actually like hold to him. Um and he he didn't even get any defense on his uh when he uh, transformed into Fusion Zamasu or into his corrupted Zamasu state. He still got no defense. So the only time he would get defense was when he he actually freaking, you know, actually had like an ally that was buffing AGL types or Realm of God types, you know, something around then. Only then would the damage reduction really kick in to do much. Because here's the thing. You, you can talk to the... <laughs> you can talk to the STR Super Saiyan 3 Vachita. That unit is aged. Dude, he is old. He is just so freaking old old on the pedestal like he has just been around for so long and i can easily tell you that his his uh his damage reduction absolutely means well to be quite blunt absolutely nothing uh because the 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 thing is is that 
for damage reduction to matter, you absolutely have to have defense behind it to actually reduce the damage. Um, so, so, I mean, like, 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 look at it this way. If you're reducing 90% damage against something, you're thinking, okay, well, I'm not going to take any damage. Okay, but if your defense is literally zero, do you really think 90% damage reduction is going to do much? No, it's not. You were already dead on zero, man. You were, it was already game over, you know? So for the, for the obvious fact that the Super Saiyan 3, um... Uh, Vegeta that has 80% damage reduction is nice, but he has absolutely no defense at all except from any of his links or perhaps uh, from an ally that boosts defense. Uh, he's just absolutely worthless. Like, he just, he gains no benefit whatsoever um, from from that at all. So, for a unit like Zamasu to get easy aid and then all of a sudden have defense plus 140%, that 40% damage reduction actually goes a very long way. And then he's also stacking defense. Now, mind you, um, he doesn't have the largest defense stat in the game. Uh, he, he has a very respectable defense uh, stat, but um, 140% is still not very high. Uh, you take this guy into any of the dismal future red zone stages against 17 and 18, uh, Rosé, uh, sell, uh, he's just going to take a lot of damage until he starts building up a little bit more. He has to get through that threshold to where that damage reduction will do something. But, but, once he hits that 400k uh, defense round and he's, he's uh, transformed into a fusion Zamasu, that 50% damage reduction once he's uh, transformed is just huge. Uh, Yemma is an item in the game that reduces damage received by 50%. So if you use that item with the fusion Zamasu on that rotation, that that Zamasu's taking literally zero damage. He will he should take literally zero damage unless the game just refuses to let you take zero damage. But the point is he will take no damage no matter what you throw at him basically because you're minusing 100% of the damage at that point. It's it matters not that um he's uh of his defense number at that point so uh, the the whole point of what i'm trying to get at here is this eza is insane there is not very many extreme z awakenings in the game that actually offers damage reduction now damage reduction is like an easy scapegoat to say yes this is a good eza like the the fact that this abasu had damage reduction and now has stacking capabilities um is just insane so, I mean, as you've probably watched The Truth and other Dokkan tubers, uh, you will always hear the comment saying of, defense is king in this game. Defense is all that matters. Um, this is a defense-built game. It's not how it used to be um, back when, the first couple years of the game. Excuse me. When this game first came out in the first couple years, we had units that didn't even have defense. We had units that uh, just... It completely ignored defense. No one cared about defense. All we did was put crit on things, and we just blew through everything. It then got to a certain point where defense actually mattered, and now at this point in the game's life cycle, if you don't have enough defense, you're just trash. That's just that's just how it is with an Extreme Z Awakening. If a unit doesn't have enough defense, you're dead. 
the uh, common ground of defense right now is about roughly 400k defense. If a unit can't break that threshold of 400k, it's just not surviving in almost any new content of the game at this point. Now, it doesn't mean 400k is or less is bad. It just means that you have to be very mindful of the type of content that you are taking this unit into. So, I mean, if you want to take a unit into red zone, cooler core, um, you want to take it in against uh, freaking Cell Max, uh, Rosé, um, you're in for a very terrible trip. It's not going to be fun. Uh, it's less than 400k, you're probably getting sent to the to the cleaners. But, but, there are other things that can help units. Now, I'm getting off track here from EZAs, but my point, the point I'm trying to get across is that if you, they don't extreme Z awaken a unit in such a manner that can correctly position themselves into a future-based content defensively, they're a dead unit. Um... And that, that kind of brings me to things like like Kaioken Goku, the Super Saiyan Blue Kaioken Goku that EZA during the 8th anniversary, and the uh, Super Vachito, the physical Super Vachito that EZA during the 8th anniversary. Now, some, some very hardcore people are probably going to tell you, no, Super Vachito's still fine. No, I'm sorry. No, he's not. Um, unfortunately, uh, Super Vachito gets you killed. Uh, he, a lot of his uh, defense value comes from him receiving hits every single turn, I mind you. Um, and uh, he, he only has 150% uh, defense buff. He has damage received from normal attacks minus 80%. That's fantastic. Um, but he doesn't build up defense on super. He raises allies' defense by super, but not his own. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. His defense will literally never get any better. Because here's the thing. During a producer letter this year, um, before the 8th anniversary even went off, the developers already said they have up to the 10th anniversary planned, and that's all they were going to be willing to tell us. And one of the questions was, how are they going to uh, go past the EZA limit? They said they don't have any plans to go past the EZA limit because they're just going to have to do it again. So that means once a unit EZAs, that's it. That that's that's what they are. They're stuck at that. They will never get any better, and it's done and done. Their 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 placement on the roster is basically just solidified. Um, and Vachito, unfortunately, super Vachito, physical. Um. He's uh, pretty much solidified in the content that he can go to, and it's very minimal red zone content unless you protect him, just like any unit. I mean, you can go into any red zone or challenging base content. You can bring a unit with you uh, that's terrible, <laughs> uh, but you will most likely have to protect them. I mean, I do it on the regular. I have Android 21 runs on plenty of red zone fights and challenging content, and I do it to say that I beat it with Android 21 on my team. Not to say that she did anything, no. She's not a good unit anymore. She's aged out. That's just how it is. So I build that unit full dodge and pray to R in Jesus that she dodges and doesn't get me killed during the run. Um, but th that's the thing with this Super Vichito. He's a brand spanking new freaking easy A into this game. And it's absolutely disrespectful to give him an easy A that just 
basically pushes them out of any brand new content. It's it's very disrespectful. But then when you go against like the Kaioken Goku um purists that will say, well, he can one shot any boss in the game. Yes, that's true. He can one shot any boss in the game. Mind you, you have to have three or more reps of Universe Seven on the team. And reps of Universe Seven is well to be to be blunt, a very dead category at the time of this recording of this podcast. Um, not to say that we won't get any other reps of Universe 7 in the game that will be amazing, that he will get immediate stonks into. But my point is is that you have to be very careful how you make a unit, and unfortunately the Kaioken Goku, in my opinion, absolutely needs to be protected if his guard wears off specifically. Um, that guard only goes for five turns specifically. So, I mean, you know, guard is also another huge thing to be adding to a unit because it basically adds a very large percentage of defense. It makes it so you don't have to worry about type advantage um, rulings. So if an AGL typing unit hits him, he's not going to take as much damage. In fact, he takes the least amount. Of, I believe guard also um, gives a, uh, what was it? It's like a 0.5% or something like that. I think when guard is activated, the uh, damage modifier is actually not a 1.0. It's now considered a um, 0.80. So it's like 20%, not 20%, but 0.2% like uh, damage reduction, which actually helps quite a bit, I mind you. Guard helps quite a lot. I'm definitely going to say that. Guard definitely helps quite a bit. Um, But... Looking at the recent EZAs, we had four EZAs over this weekend of talking about this. And these units were literally split between them being good and bad. So, I mean, Zamasu, just godly supremacy of his damage reduction and greatly stacking. And then you have Trunks, who, yes, also has greatly stacking once he transforms, um, but kind of at lesser of a... Like, if you compare the two, obviously Zamasu's going to stand out better because he has the damage reduction. Whereas Trunks, yes, he does have the greatly stacking attack and defense, and he has a little bit more defense in his, uh, in his passive with 150 instead of... Okay, never mind, they actually both have 150, I take that back. Um, he does have a little bit more extra buildup because he gets uh, attack and defense plus 25% up to 100%. But the man can also, like triple or quad super in a turn but i believe that uh, zamasu can also triple super but with that damage reduction he just has the hugest gain over him and he just is so much better on the scaling than the trunks now the, the weird thing here is is that zamasu is an extreme character now obviously he doesn't he does not uh pair up very well with a lot of a plus units in the game he is be his best friend is literally the brand new LR corrupted Zamasu uh, that we have just received on the worldwide download celebration. Whereas Trunks doesn't necessarily have a perfect partner. Um, in fact, he doesn't really have much of a team. I mean, his best partner is the Vegeta Trunks LR Tanabata unit from last year. That is his best friend as of current right now. And he does sit very well on the team. The thing is, is that without that damage reduction like Zamasu has, um, he really has to build up very quickly, and you're very RNG-based. 
you could literally be at turn five or six and he still hasn't hit 400k unless you got lucky with your RNG on their super attacks. Um, regardless to say of all that, uh, unless you take him into like the red zone rosé, the new dismal future red zone rosé fight, uh, I would say you're pretty much safe bringing him into a majority of the content in the game. And he's a very solid EZA, and I think he'll be fine for at least the next year. Uh, but Zamasu, with that damage reduction, it basically solidifies him into place of being able to be used in an extreme-based content uh, just for several years. Like, this EZA is not going anywhere. It's just not. Um, meanwhile, we have the Gawasu and Zamasu EZA, which is just not good enough on the defensive front. Um, he's just, he's really suffering on a defense point. He does have a high chance to evade, but the thing is, I know there's a lot of dodge purists, a lot of dodge followers. That's fine. I, I, I love dodge. Dodge is a great mechanic. It means you don't take any damage, but only when it works. And if you don't have any defense behind that dodge, then you might die. There's been several times where I've run a Chi-Lai on an extreme team, and uh, if she dodges the entire time, I'm safe. It's a perfectly comfortable time. But the one time she takes any hits, two, even one or two hits, she might get you killed. This Gowasu and Zamasu are going to be sitting on that front for literally the entire rest of their time in the game. Um, there are times people are going to probably consider the unit, but here's the thing. People trust a, a great chance to evade more so than a high chance. High chance is fine because it's 50%, but that's a flip of the coin. It's, it's not in your favor. It's a flip of the coin. Whereas Chi-Lai has a, a great chance, which is a 70% chance. That's a whole extra 20 on top of the um, possibility of 20 to 30 dodge you can pump into her at rainbow status. Um, so, I mean, you get two very good chances to dodge there. Whereas with Z Zamasu Gwasu, you just have a very much lower chance. And with no real a good amount of defense to back it up, it's a very big, well, flip of the coin <laughs> on if they're useful or not. Because all the otherwise, all they're doing is supporting all allies by 30% attack. 30% uh, attack is not much, in my personal opinion. In fact, 30% is nothing on attack. Um, but they also support defense plus 70% for all allies. That's a pretty nice buff, I'm not going to lie to you. 70% um, is amazing, and if that 70% actually applied to them as well, I might be a little bit more comfortable with them. But unfortunately, um, they might not live long still. Once again, there's a lot of bosses in the game that take away your dodge capability, and uh, for some people, dodge is just not good enough. Do I think it's a terrible EZA? No, no, I don't think it's a terrible EZA. I think it's a good EZA. We want more dodge on units. We want built-in dodge. We want supporting units. Um, that's exactly what we want in a unit. Um, but then we have Mai as well. Mai is a very interesting unit. She raises defense on super. Um, she's got stunning. She's got all of these different modifiers in her. She has a great chance of evading attack, so she has that 70% chance, but but that 70% only applies to the unit that she hits with her super attack. So if a boss seals her or stuns her um, or you just got 
cucked on the freaking key front on, on the key drops. Uh, the orbs just did not fall where they should have, and you couldn't get enough key to do a defense super attack. That means she's not dodging and she's not building defense. That could be very bad. That could be very bad. I can see how her EZA is not good enough. Uh, she does have quite a bit different defense numbers. I'm not going to do all the math for you, but basically the math says she will have about 300 to 400k defense more than likely. It's very unlikely she'll have all of her links activated. Um, hopefully you can get Cold Judgment or Brainiacs off at the very least. Get Cold Judgment with the 25% boost on Link level 10 and um, Brainiacs with the 15% defense boost at Link level 10. Um, but otherwise, if she doesn't have those activated, she might be on a very low defense number that she can't survive a super attack. And here's the thing. We have bosses like Sin and Omega Shenron that are attacking in every single slot. Um, and with Omega and Sin both having physical phases, we have this problem where, yes, she has a 70% chance to dodge, but if she's not super attacking and hitting that unit first, she doesn't even get a chance to dodge. So at that point, she's a liability. So already this EZA is not taking into consideration of all of the content in the game. She's built for stunning, which you can't even do in challenging content of the game. So the question that I ask everybody going in that's still listening, what is it that you want in an EZA unit? Do you want them to be accustomed to everything in the game? Do you want them to be able to just, you know, be all the best all unit? Or are you on the more technical side and you're okay with certain EZAs only being built for certain types of content. Um, now, obviously, the Super Vichito does not fit that bill for any base of content whatsoever. The Vichito is built for lower-end content because if he gets super attacked, then he probably is taking too much damage. Um, whereas if you have Gawasu or Mai, who focus on sealing and supporting allies, but also having chances to evade... They're probably more built for a very small supportive role into a majority of the content of the game, like also SBR as well. Um, so they're more of a broader range of content, but not the hardest content in the game. And I think there's a lot of times where a lot of the community members just think, you know, this is a crap easy A. Why? Because they can't survive the hardest boss in the bloody game? Of course not. Of course they can't be. <laughs> not every unit in the game is going to be able to survive the hardest boss in the game. It's just how it is. I mean, you have to pick and choose. There is more content in the game than just Red Zone, than Birth, Birth of the Shadow Dragons, um, Extreme Super Battle Road. I don't even remember the last time we got an Extreme Super Battle Road, now that I'm thinking about it. Um, they're very much focusing endgame content being red zone content. So I do understand for veterans and for people that have been playing for a long time and have nothing else to do, I do understand your, your dilemma that, yes, this unit is not amazing for the most difficult content that gets released in the game on the regular. But for newer players, Mai and Gowasu and Vachito, all of these EZAs might be the make-or-break situation to help into a lot of even older base content. 
I mean, there's Final Trump Card, Extreme Super Battle Roads, there's Battle of Wits, there's Patara, uh, Majin Buu Saga. All of these can be still difficult if you don't have all of the units in the game. There's a lot of people in the game that are playing that don't have all of these random extra units, and they only pull for the big names. And Vegito is one of those big names, so... I mean, maybe they just randomly pulled Gowasu and Zamasu, or they randomly had a Mai from one of the uh, Redstone giveaways or something in the previous celebration, like 8th anniversary. They just have it sitting in the box. Oh, it got a really good EZA. That can help me out in uh, one of the... Uh, <clears throat> in one of the extreme super battle roads like time travelers or battle of wits um connected hope can we talk about how bad the connected hope category actually is there is some categories in this game that are just not good and some of these EZAs just kind of fly under the radar and you just think oh, that unit isn't that great well depends on for what you're trying to go for so <laughs> this has kind of been more of a rambling podcast, and I apologize. But um, the uh, the idea here is is that um, the EZAs don't always have to be strong enough to beat the very best boss in the bloody game. They can also be technical EZAs to help in more broader ranges of content of the game. Because you got to remember, when they're making these EZAs, they have to think, okay how do we want to move forward with this unit? Do we want this unit to be godly and the hardest content in the game? Or do we want it to also help out new players? And honestly, I'm on the side of we want it to help newer players. That's what we want. Um, because if I was a new player and they just EZA'd this sort of hope trunks and this my, and I just finished watching uh, Dragon Ball Super's Future Saga, I'd be super hyped because I'm like, wow, these are actually really good. I'm getting, I'm getting key support and chances to stun and dodging with this Mai, and she actually pairs pretty well with the Trunks. It's kind of like in the anime. It's super cool. You know, not everybody thinks about the technical aspects of the game. They just want to play the game. They want to see the cool super animations, and they want to get through the content, and that's just how it is. And I'm fine with some of these EZAs being kind of underwhelming or e even some of them overwhelming. I mean, it's a nice surprise for the overwhelming ones. But some of these EZAs, like like even the most uh, recent of August for Global, the Krillin EZA, uh, the LR Prime Battle Krillin EZA, that is a terrible EZA. That just did absolutely nothing to help the little bald man. <laughs> and uh, the only thing it really did was solidify that they wanted you to use this Prime Battle Krillin for um, side content of the game like World Tournament because he attacks all allies with his 12-key super. He can launch an additional 12-key super when he's facing six or more enemies. There's only, like, freaking... It's only maybe... I don't even think you'll fight six enemies in Super Battle Road. I don't even think that's a thing. I think that's literally only a World Tournament freaking possibility and that's what they did to that uh prime battle krillin they were just like hey i know a we know a lot of people use this prime battle krillin as a a very cheap and free-to-play option for world tournament here you go free-to-play players that krillin was a free-to-play player love letter that's all that that was 
It wasn't the nicest love letter, <laughs> but it definitely was a love letter. I will say that. It just wasn't meant for everybody. It was a love letter to a specific part of the audience, and that's the way you got to take it sometimes. I'm fine with an easy A so long as it's doing its job. If it's not doing its job, then there's a problem. And my only problem that I have is with the uh, Super Vegito. <laughs> There's a couple of easy A's as of recent that have been all perfectly fine, but then there's a few, like Super Vegito, that just doesn't feel like he's doing much other than just existing. And yes, I do believe Super Vegito can still help. There's not a whole large amount of uh, good Majin Buu Saga leaders. Um, I, I'm pretty sure we don't even have a 200% lead Majin Buu Saga leader other than maybe the Majin Vegeta the intelligence Majin Vegeta from Saiyan Day. I think he was the only one that you could classify as a 200% leader for Majin Buu Saga. Um, he's about as close as you get to it anyways, with the gifted warriors being the 200% marker there. Um, but anyways, I'm getting off topic of that. Uh, my point is on this easy A's, and I think I'm probably going to end it right now. We're hitting that 30 minute mark and it's just me on the podcast today. So I think we'll hold it off right here. What is it about an easy A that you look for? What is it that you want out of an easy A? We're hitting up on the part two of the worldwide download celebration, and we're about to see probably a good amount of uh, rosé or trunks, um, maybe even another Zamasu easy A at some point in this uh, celebration. What do you want to see? Who do you want to see easy aid? What kind of an easy aid? Do you want it to help a certain amount of content like Super Battle Roads or maybe a category that you need help with? Um, or do you just want it to be the best dang thing in the bloody game so it can help you beat that freaking dismal future red zone rosé boss? I know I kind of do. <laughs> but anyways, guys, I appreciate everybody for watching the podcast. I hope to have a very special guest Next week on Dokkan Time, I will always be having Dokkan Time popping up every single Monday, I hope, for the remaining future of my content creation. And uh, yeah, I think I'm just going to leave it at that. And I hope everyone has a good day and a good night. <laughs>